everybody, and welcome back to the Sports Code Sportscast. I'm David Nimitz, along with my co-hosts. Nate Cross. Uh, Ben's not here today, yep. unfortunately. He's, uh, he's, got, he's got some golf stuff he needs to work through for the next couple days, so there wasn't a spot for us to do the podcast before Thursday. So don't worry, though. We'll have his picks later on. Um, but, yeah, let's just, you know, let's get right into it. We got some Orioles to talk about, right. some sad news, and some happy news for the Orioles. Yep. It's a very confusing time if you're an Orioles fan. Um, we got some NFL recaps. We got, we got some things to talk about, and we have some huge NBA news as well. Um, I don't know. the. Yeah, so let's just get started, I guess. Um, so let's start with the Calvert Hall. Uh, sports. So last week, Calvert Hall dropped a football game, twenty-seven to three, against Archbishop Spalding. That's a tough game to lose, obviously, yeah. and especially in conference. First in conference game is tough to lose by, obviously, more than two touchdowns. Um, but yeah, they play. I know they play Saturday against LaSalle and Philly. So maybe okay. they can get a some out of conference, you know, morale booster win while also right. hanging out in Philly. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, and then soccer dropped two games, so they're one, four, and two Oof. to start the year. So not not the uh, standard for fall sports this year as of late. But you know, if kids show out to the games, we get the win to our back. Um, we start with that fire in our gut. We can, we can really, uh, we might be able to turn this, turn the ship around here. Get steer in the right direction. Right. Make sure the players take the bus to the game. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, nobody can take their cars. But let's just start on the sports schedule. If you're a volleyball fan, you might enjoy Wednesday, September 27th, junior volley, junior, sorry, junior varsity volleyball at St. Paul's. No time on that. We I don't think we have times for anything, unfortunately, except for the games. That I know times for so, soccer fresh off, Wednesday. Uh, sorry guys, I'm I'm losing my mind. I haven't done the sports schedule in a minute, Ooh. but Wednesday, also on Wednesday we have soccer, fresh off at Gilman. Um, Wednesday we have varsity volleyball. At St. Paul's, there'll, there'll be a St. Paul's set for both teams, and then junior varsity water polo on Thursday the 28th at Gilman. Also on Thursday we have. Varsity, or sorry, junior varsity soccer at Gilman. Um, also on Thursday, we have varsity water polo game at Gilman. Friday, we have uh, a volleyball set against Loyola for junior varsity and varsity. I don't know when the JV team is playing, but the varsity team is playing at 5.30. So if you want to come to the game at 5.30 to have a little pregame before the 7 o'clock Cardinal Crazies game um, at at Calvert Hall, obviously, for the soccer game with Gilman. Same theme, obviously. We're not going to change. We're not going to have two themes. It's okay. not an official game, but if you want to come, if you don't want to leave school, if you don't want to leave school, you just want to stay after for the volleyball game, I would encourage it. It's actually pretty fun once you get into volleyball. Like, it's it gets pretty hype. It's, yeah. It doesn't, uh, there's very little stoppage. You know, it's always rotating, and um, it's pretty, you know, in the gym, sound bounces off. Right. It gets more electric if people showed up. Um, so then also on that Friday we have the soccer game I was just talking about at home versus Gilman at 7 o'clock Saturday we have some cross country meets for all the teams you know 
And then Saturday, like I was mentioning before, we have varsity football at LaSalle High School in Philly. Um, Monday, October 2nd, we have a junior varsity and varsity volleyball game uh, versus John Carroll. The 5.30 game will be uh, a midweek Cardinal Crazy game at 5.30. Official uh, breast cancer awareness since it is October. So wear pink for that game. And then the last game we have for you on Tuesday, it's the only Tuesday game, we have a varsity soccer game at Concordia Prep right down the road. Um, So, yeah, that's it for the Coward Hall sports schedule. We hope to turn it up. Going into October, maybe October, November will be our month, our months. Um, we can get it together. More fans will show out. More people will be there. Um, obviously, it's a lot of fun. Games are a lot of fun, so I really encourage any students listening show out, be there. <laughs> it's, it's if you can get a if you can get a group of friends there, probably one of the most fun you'll experiences you'll have of your week. Get your weekend started right by going to a school function you know right um so now we can move on to some sports news dave is there anything you wanted to start with no i mean nothing in particular uh i mean we got plenty of stuff on the on the agenda today uh we can start with the basketball i think we can get that if you want to get that out of the way first uh since it's not in season we'll kind of just touch on this briefly um but one of the biggest uh news in sports today not just basketball was Mm -hmm. Uh, Portland Trailblazers longtime superstar Damian Lillard has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in part of a three-team trade uh, involving the Suns as well. Do you want to go over that the trade details there, or do you have? Them, I, I have them in my head, so if you don't have them pulled up, I, I do not it. have them pulled up. Okay, so it was a three-team trade, like Dave said, with the Bucks, Portland, and uh, Phoenix. So Phoenix sends Aiton to the um, sends Aiton. DeAndre Ayton to the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers sends Lillard to the Bucks and Yusuf Nurkic to the Suns. Um, I don't know the picks with uh, the Suns, but I know the Bucks are giving Drew Holiday to the Trailblazers, who will be traded. Um, I, it was just added value, but he'll be flipped. And they are sending. Who else are they sending to? Who are they sending to Phoenix? Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon John- Johnson. Nasir Little is getting traded to to the Suns? Really? I didn't yep. know that. Nas Little, Keon Johnson, two former first-round picks, I think. And then the Blazers are getting pick swaps from the Bucks. Yeah. As from in 2028 and 2030. And a, and a 2027 unprotected first? Or 2029 2029. Unprotected first. Who are the Bucks getting back? The Bucks are getting... Just Dame. Dame, just Dame. I forgot. That's the biggest piece in the biggest piece in the deal. So, so that's uh, I don't really know. I don't really know how to feel about it. I feel like each team's every team kind of is a loser. So that means it's a good trade, as some would say. Yeah. If everybody feels like a loser, then it was probably a fair trade. Um, I don't really think anybody necessarily got fleeced. Maybe the Suns, but they still get a good productive player in Yusuf Nurkic and a good role player good role players in Nasir Little and um, Grayson Allen so there's that and obviously the Suns are kind of going back into their rebuilding phase in a way I mean they still have D-Book and oh they still have uh, they have Bradley Beal right and KD yeah 
Oh, hey, KD. Never mind. They're not rebuilding. I compl- I am lost. I haven't thought about the NBA in so long. I forgot to get KD and Bradley Beal. Um, so definitely not rebuilding. I apologize. But um, but now I guess they just replace. They're obviously getting a downgraded big man. But Aiton didn't want to be there in the first place. And they're saving. How much did you say? $50 million per year? They both year? have three. Uh, not per year. But they both uh, have three total. years left on their contract. And over that time period, DeAndre Ayton's going to make $102 million, while Yusuf Nurkic is only going to make 54 So they're About saving roughly four, yeah, 50, $50 million. Approximately $50 million. So yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is every way you look at it, you can see positives and negatives from yeah. each side. You could say the Trailblazers didn't get enough back. But at the same time, they're about to flip Drew Holiday, who still holds a decent amount of trade value. So, yeah, I think with the Bucks, it makes sense from just like um, obviously there have been rumors about Giannis, Giannis yeah. not even wanting or you know going to for championships over just staying with the Bucks and being loyal. Uh, so Dame is probably going to be a good player to kind of keep him in Milwaukee, hopefully yeah. for the long term future. And I think this helps. Is this does improve the Bucks' chances of uh, getting back in? winning another finals trophy uh for the blazers this needed to be done they needed to fully commit to the rebuild and have scoot henderson be the point guard of the future and not try to do this weird thing with dame and scoot obviously and then they're going right. to trade drew holiday it was weird it was yeah. the way their team was set up it was just weird because you figure dame's pretty much hit his peak um and for the rest of the career it's gonna be trending downward yeah obviously it's gonna be a slower downward trend that's why he's he's trade value is so high and he's still a superstar but you're saying well Shaden Sharp's gonna be on his rookie deal for I don't know two more years yeah. three, three two, more years three more years um it's like you don't want to have him now with Scoot what do you do with Scoot and Shaden like do you just have Scoot come off the bench but and you have Anthony Simons right so there's a lot of congestion in that backcourt so right uh it was nice to free up a guy who is just in rumors every year and it just can't no matter how you look at it it can't be good for morale yeah on a right. team yeah um besides that the nba season starts next month right um it's been pretty slow as of late i mean it's just a dead period in the nba yeah obviously really the nba about. has a de- longer dead period than the nfl my opinion because it's just after the nba draft and free agency which is shorter in my opinion than the nfl i think maybe i just prioritize it better but in my opinion there's a longer dead period for the nba um just thinking about it well the nfl is like right after you know you get training camp and there's just more more, i guess there's more of an emphasis on training camp than there is like preseason basketball yeah nobody really cares about that stuff Um, except for the summer league though people do care about the summer league but summer league also means nothing in terms of player development you know like kyle kuzma look like the next coming of lebron james yeah, I do think there's a good correlation. If you win the Summer League MVP, you usually turn out to be a good NBA player. I saw something about really? that. Uh, it, Kuzma Summer League MVP? Oh, now I can't remember. I think this year it Lonzo, was... I know Lonzo wasn't because that was the same year. I think um, this year... I forget who it was. Okay, so this is... We're going to start in 2015 because this actually proves... Um, 2015, Kyle Anderson, good NBA player. Tyus good. Jones in 2016. Those are these guys are still these are in the role league. players though. Okay, Lonzo Ball was it in 2017? 
2018 was Josh Hart, still a good player. Brandon Clark in 2019, Davion Mitchell in 2021. I guess he was co. He was co with Cam Thomas, and then Keegan Murray won it last year, and then Cam Whitmore, Spalding guy, won it this year. So it's basically saying if you win summer league MVP, you're going to be a role player, is essentially. Yeah, but I mean, it still shows that you're going to be a good player. I would say so. We'll. I say be in the league for more than five years, but that's true. Um, so yeah, I guess we could move on to the um, to the MLB. With some unfortunate and saddening news, um, as Orioles legend and Hall of Famer, arguably the best defensive player player to ever touch a baseball diamond, spent all 23 years of his career with the Orioles, has passed away at the age of 86. Um, in his time in Baltimore, he won. He was an All-Star selection. I think 17 times in 15 straight years, um, won, winning AL MVP in 1964, 16 consecutive Gold Gloves. That's ridiculous. That's, our, that's just finished top four in MVP voting five different seasons, racked up almost 3,000 hits at two 2,848, 268 home runs, and 1,357 RBIs. Um, his career spent 20. Like I said, yeah, 23 years. And uh, he was the World Series MVP in 1970, averaging 400 with an average of 429, two home runs in the World Series. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1983 and was and also has a statue outside of Baltimore, right. outside of the stadium near Pickles with, uh, with the gold glove, with the gold glove on him. So very prominent f- figure in Baltimore. Uh, Basically, like Baltimore's favorite son, and probably right. him and Ray Lewis are probably <laughs> are probably Baltimore's favorite sons. Right, um, Mr. Oriole and, and Cal call him. and Cal, obviously. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I'm assuming they're just gonna they're gonna dedicate the rest of the season to Brooks. Um, there'll probably be a I I know there was some tribute last game, but there'll probably be an official tribute. Right. In yeah, the next in the coming mm-hmm. games. Um yeah, this is just very sad day for baseball. Yeah. It was um, uh it was cool. I thought that you know, Gunnar Henderson hit that home run on the first at bat of the game. You know, he's kind of the third baseman of the future. Yeah. I know he's played a little bit of shortstop, but that was cool to see that uh it's funny how that worked out. But really sad. Um yeah, and really just a great player. Uh, and seems like a great person. Uh, yeah. So this is what I was saying. It's kind of a confusing time for O's mm-hmm. fans because you're mourning the loss of an outstanding player in person um, in Brooks Robinson, but at the same time, you're just excited that two games, two games away from clinching your first division title since 2014. 2014, I think. 2014, yeah. and already clinched your play- first playoff berth since 2016. Um, and it looks like the rebuild is officially, finally over. Um, I know we're all pretty excited, and you know if we win the division, we're likely going to be number one seed in the AL. I think it's just confirmed. Whoever we wins, will be the number whoever one wins, seed. Whoever wins the East is going to win. Yes, is going to be the one uh-huh. seed. So we won't have to play a wild card series. We can relax until the ALDS, uh, which is exciting. 
the magic number is two. So all, all we need really, the O's play tonight. We could not, clinch today. Right. If or the, tonight. If the Rays, do the Rays play today? The Rays should play the Red Sox today. Let's go Red Sox. If they win and the Orioles win, then, then we've clinched. We've clinched the AL East. I'm assuming they got the champagne ready in the I'm locker sure. room. I'm, I'm assuming they in the t-shirts. <laughs> that should be cool. Um, so, yeah, it's very it's a very confusing time, and it makes you cherish all the memories because I know some people probably watched Brooks Robinson play and are now watching, probably watching the Orioles try to make another run at the World Series um, with their star-studded roster. So we'll see how that all unfolds. I'm assuming it's going to give them – uh, you know, it would be cool if they wore a five-patch on their jerseys for the rest of the year. That would be cool. Yeah, They might actually, do that, that next cool. year, like how they did. I know they oh, do yeah. that. Like the Steelers uniforms. Remember when Dan Rooney died? They had the uh, DNR on their uniforms. Right. With the, with the, with the, uh, the clover. Because he's obviously – I think he's like the Irish ambassador for the United States. Yeah, was. I think the, the Ravens did that with Art Modell, maybe. I think they had the Art Patch. Oh, uh, right. Right. Yeah, so yeah, that would actually be really cool. I don't know if they'll do it this year, but hopefully. I just don't think they have enough time. Yeah, hopefully they do it this or but next year. Yeah, make it more official next year. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Um, so, yeah. And then now we can – oh, staying on baseball, the Phillies last night clinched a postseason berth. It's very interesting. It's really similar to last year for the Phillies where they just started off very average to below average. And then they finished the season very hot. Um, obviously, Trey Turner has turned it around for the season after that standing ovation. After he said, he, he was like, I, I stink. You know, I'm, I'm not good. Um, and they're probably a force to be reckoned with again in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, they don't have Kyle Gibson, so we don't know how that's going to impact them. But That's actually really true. I didn't think about that. But they might be out the third best team in the National League. You know, you, you do have the Braves – who are probably the consensus best team in the uh, in Major League Baseball right now. And then the Dodgers have been really good. And then it might be the Phillies at third and teams you're most scared of yeah. in that National League side of the race for the World I Series. I actually wasn't paying attention. Do you put the Braves first? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Braves I mean, are the best team in the majors, I would say. Yeah. I think consistently that the offense most is dominant just ridiculous. team. And, yeah. and their pitching isn't anything to scoff at either. So yeah, uh, there's that. And on more bright news for the Orioles, the Yankees have officially been eliminated from postseason contention uh, since the first time since 2016. Wow. So that's weird. The first time we've made the playoffs since 2016. It's the first time they haven't made the playoffs hmm. since 2016. Interesting. Um, so with that, I th- oh, the Twins clinched the a- the AL Central title. Oh, man. That's <laughs> um, huge. That's huge. Obviously, the, uh, the worst – Conference or worst division in baseball, I would have not even close. Yeah, it's just it's just it's awful. Uh, assuming the Twins are going to finish above 500, I can't remember how many wins they have right now. They are, in fairness, they are 84 and 73. But wait, okay, so that okay, so they're going to finish above 500 by yes. two games. If they lose out, they could finish above, right? Five, they'll finish but above 500. Obviously, but. the Tigers and the Guardians are 10 plus games below 500, the White Sox. Are awful. Yeah, White Sox are in shambles, but the Guardians, I think, are in a better spot than their record looks. Yeah, I think they're competitive, and, and I don't think it, it. I think next year, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. Um, but I hope they don't fire my boy. 
Terry. Terry. Love that guy. Yeah, and the Royals are also like quietly like close to the worst team in baseball. The Athletics still have them by a few games, but the Royals are. It's really disappointing because I thought the Royals came into the year, I think projecting like. To be all right. I mean, I Bobby Witt Jr. is having a crazy season. But he's playing Kansas City. No one cares about baseball in Kansas Very City. Very true. Except for 2014, they cared about baseball. They killed when us. When we got swept. Speaking of sweeps, the Royals, did they somehow swept the Astros in a recent three-game series, which was interesting. Is that, is that the only reason? Well, the Rangers did overtake the Astros for first place in the AL West. That's kind of so. what's happened. The Astros and Mariners are falling apart, and the Rangers have really? kind of capitalized on that. Yeah. I mean, the uh, Astros are th- in their last ten. They're three and seven, which is not good. Well, didn't we just play them? Yeah, we won what three or four, something like that. Three or four, two, three, something like that. Yeah, I know we won the series. We did win the series. And the last thing I think we have for baseball this week, Ronald Acuna Jr. First of all, MVP. No, I mean, there's no other buddy. There's no, there's no, there's nobody else. I know. And can, and Mookie Betts has been crazy, but yeah, and even he's Mookie. the first player ever. To have a four to be in the forty sixty club, <laughs> he just set his own record for forty home runs and sixty stolen bases. He's about to be forty seventy, yeah. right? He's really yeah. close. Yeah, I don't think. I think he's at sixty eight, um, maybe six. He's right there on seventy. Right. Yeah, he should be. He so he's gonna set two records. It's just crazy coming one year removed, right? One year removed from a torn yeah. ACL. Well, obviously more than a year because he's played, but. He missed all of last year, almost all of last year, right? I think he missed. Was it two years ago? Most or most or around half of 2021, and then he missed half oh. of 2022, okay. and then he came back. Because last half, he right. wasn't when the Braves won the World Series in 2021. He was not playing. I think. That's impressive. Like it I was weird. By Michael Harris. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing we have. For the MLB, I, Ronald Acuna is just a special talent. Um, also, also Mike Trout, something we could talk about is shut down for the last however many games, going on the 60-day IL. I mean, mm. he says he's going to be right for next year, and he's going to be very, very weirdly putting it at the end of the quote, putting it back in an Angels jersey. Um, but I don't <laughs> think he wants to leave. Uh, but like, I don't know how long you can be you could just be in a place and just lose for probably yeah. what 12 10 11 years yeah 12 12 years i mean we just saw in the nba with dame they're almost a little bit different because at least the trailblazers could actually make the playoffs which well, the, the angels, angels could e- i'm saying like every year they yeah. had Shohei and trout it's like okay they could win 90 games they just can't do and it and then i mean obviously rendon is like there's thief, just a thief. Like he should yeah. be arrested for what he's done to the Angels, um, and they just can't seem to get it together. Like cursed, almost. And I think it all stems from paying two superstars. I mean, I guess paying, paying Rendon and Trout just absolute bags. Like you just can't delegate that amount of salary to two players. Like it just yeah, can't. Agreed. It yeah. just can't. I mean, obviously you see the Orioles a little different because we're all rookies and we'll have to pay them. And I guess. Next year and the year after, we're gonna have to pay. Isn't isn't Adley due in two years? No, I think they still have a little bit more. I don't know. I forget MLB contracts are a lot different. It's definitely more different to follow. I don't know when arbitration. Yeah, gets right. for those. Contracts. I thought it was five years of service for arbitration. 
Okay, so Adley's at so, some time. Yeah, yeah, we got we have time. Um, so yeah, I just really I think for any player for any sport, spending almost your entire salary, your entire payroll on one player just isn't the way to go. Especially in baseball, it, that's such when a so team-oriented. Anybody game. can fall off. Yeah. Not um, also, yeah, there's just a lot more positions to delegate money to. Um, when it's the NBA, it's like, yeah, I could pay LeBron. Yeah, you can win with one superstar and, you know. A bunch of role players. Yeah. Um, even, like, the NFL, like, somebody like Mahomes, you just right, can't let go. Right, with the quarterback position. You just can't, yeah, let, right. you just can't let them go. So you're just going to give whatever they're asking for. But you see how that's affected the running back market, too, and how mm-hmm. the running back market probably wouldn't be this bad if it wasn't for the inflated receiver and quarterback uh, salaries. So – there's a, there's a lot of talk about you know some people are on either side like some people wouldn't even pay Mahomes two hundred million dollars which is a joke like he's the, obviously the best quarterback we've seen since Tom Brady probably meaning like obviously Peyton Manning's probably better than Mahomes but but Mahomes is the best of the best since yeah. Tom Brady um um so yeah that's we can move on into uh. Do you want to go over? So, last week was a confusing NFL week. Do you agree, Dave? I thought it was very confusing. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, um, you have. We can get into it more with the picks, but like just some general news. Um, Mike Williams towards ACL. Very it sad. Will be out for the year. I know that's Dave's boy. I love Mike Williams. He just can't stay healthy. I mean, we've seen. Um, I know I was – I haven't fantasy in a couple weeks, which doesn't – you know, that's relevant. But people were clowning on me like, well, you know what you're going to get when you draft Mike Williams. Well, You do Mike, know what you're going to get. Very Mike streaky. Williams has played 13-plus games. Actually, last year he played 13 games, but then after that he would played 15, 16 games his whole career. Obviously he leaves a lot of games with injuries. But when he's on the field, he's been a elite talent, and they've formed a great duo yeah. with Keenan – Keenan Allen, and it's really sad. I mean, we got Mike Williams 2.0 and Quentin Johnston coming up right behind him, so. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, I, they don't want to, they haven't used him too much yet, but it's strange. It I was mean, a shame. Obvi- obviously, like, if your fantasy outlook, any Quentin Johnston owners are smiling through their teeth right now uh, because uh, the target share is just going to be so much different. Uh, probably going to get Quentin Johnston. I mean, you can't draft a guy that early and not get him involved, first of all. Right. Um, Obviously, I can't be talking because the Steelers haven't played Roger Jones for one snap. What's up, Confusing. Alex Otherwood? Um, yeah, it's really crazy because uh, Dan Moore is has the worst pass block grade of any tackle in the league, I think, with four. It's his pass block grade on PFF. Uh, he just looks atrocious. Right. Both tackles look bad. So there's the only excuse I have for um, – we call him Chucks, uh, a core four, but his name's obviously longer – is that he got a bag, and they don't want to admit failure, so they just want to continue to start chucks. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Jets signed Trevor Simeon, if anybody cares. Right. In that's, the last few huge. days. Um, because apparently apparently, it's, tensions are heating up in the Jets' locker room because they think that Salah is being a Zach Wilson apologist and um, isn't, isn't doing his duty as a head coach. Because they think, in the locker room, this is just all speculation. 
Uh, but this is what the report came out and said that if anybody played like how Zach Wilson played, they'd be benched like immediately. Yeah, it's tough when you go into a season with so much hype around the quarterback. And for Zach Wilson, it was almost a period for him to kind of learn from Aaron Rodgers and what what he was doing. And you can see that kind of a little bit coming through in Zach Wilson's game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I just don't think there's enough there in Zach Wilson's head to really to really yeah, develop as I a feel, quarterback. I feel bad for him, but um, I guess the Jets uh, were – they just can't let it ride with Zach Wilson this year because – Everybody's expecting it to be such a big year. And with Zach, if you let Zach Wilson try to figure it out and have him start all or ma- the majority of the games, nobody's going to be happy. We've seen on the sidelines, Garrett Wilson's upset. Third string running back Michael Carter is yelling at the running back coach. Um, and with, I think it's a tough position for Salah, too. I don't right. I don't really know what you want him to do because there's, no, there's no better option. It's tough. He can't just go out. Did he draft Zach Wilson? No. Who drafted Zach Wilson? What was it? Oh, was that um was that the guy from the Dolphins? Can't remember his name. Adam uh, he, Gase. Com- Adam yeah, Gase. completely I don't know if it was Adam Gase, but Salo, I think, was still the Niners DC. Zach Wilson was drafted in what, twenty twenty one? I think so. I don't know. No, yeah. I think Salo was there. It's possible. And I mean the head coach doesn't have all the decisions. I right, right. general manager. But and there were there's no better options right now, and to be honest, I'd rather just say let it fly with Zach Wilson than Trevor Simeon. I don't know how that know gives you a better chance coach to win. Takes the heat too, but at the same time, what did they bring him in to do? Obviously, lead a team, but what's his specialty? Defense, right? That's and you, oh, and you can see their defense is elite. It's really good, and that's part of the tension: is the defense is more frustrated than the offense because they're doing obviously doing their part, and you know putting up twelve points a week is just frustrating because you know your potential. You know, if you had any competency at quarterback, you could probably You're winning games. You could probably put up a solid twenty, twenty five, twenty seven points in a game and win. And it's it's just it doesn't happen because Heck Wilson is just bad, awful, just bad, really um, bad. So it's it's I think they're in a really tough position, and it doesn't look good for the rest of the year yeah, for them. Yeah, it's a nightmare scenario. Aaron Rodgers going down within the first five snaps of the regular season. Another thing to talk about is what – can you explain to me the Dolphins game? I fell asleep at halftime. I did not watch that game. I didn't, I didn't either. And I just woke up when it was ending, and it was 70-20. to 20. And who does this fall on for the Broncos? Who does this fall on? It's really tough. Um, we've seen enough from the Dolphins to where you can be like – if you give up 30 points, you're just like, well, it's the Dolphins. It's right. tough. But the Broncos are also a team that seems like their defense isn't atrocious. Yeah, it's not it like, like it's the, the Raiders throwing it's, out it's their like the, defense. If you're looking at Denver, the first thing you say is they need to work out their offense, but I have no issues with their defense. Right. And uh, it seems like through the first few weeks, like they the defense has looked somehow worse than the offense through yeah, the first I, two I, weeks. I, I don't even know what to say. I it's just, it's mind-boggling how you give up 70 points in a game, especially with a rookie, a 31-year-old running back in Raheem Mostert, and then a rookie running back playing his second career NFL game. Probably his, like, f- five total snaps coming into this game. Yeah, I mean, he had one carry last week, or 
two weeks before that in his first game because he missed week one. And then he goes for 18 carries for 200 yards on the ground. Yards and four total touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's, and, I mean, this is a Dolphins offense without probably their, their second-best weapon in Jalen Waddell. Which I think is what helped Mostert and uh, A-Chain just for the fact – just, like, target share and, and, and how the offense would evolve – or revolve yeah. around them in a sense – but at the same time, Tyreek Hill had how many fantasy points? Like 40? Yeah, I mean, he still – he had like 9, 10 catches for 150-plus yards With and a, a touchdown. Touchdown. Well, he had the bit, he had the bomb to start off the right. game. That was right off the bat. Yeah, um, that's when you knew it was going to be a long, long day. Not really, though, in my opinion, because at halftime, they still look like, okay, they're down by 10 or whatever, and they just got a they just got a fourth down stop. Let's Maybe they can put it together, and then something just exploded in the second half. Yeah, I uh, think I think they came into the mindset with we could we could have a shootout. I think they, Sean Payton thinks they could have a shootout with the Dolphins, and unfortunately, no. the Dolphins are just there's just something about the Dolphins where obviously Tua is playing like a top five quarterback. Yep, uh, insanely accurate, insanely in sync with his receivers, um, very confident. Uh, obviously, he, everybody loves him in the locker room. Good relationship with his guys. Good relationship with his head coach. Just everything you he want. He doesn't have the personal office and uh, no, he no, doesn't. Oh. He doesn't have his his uh, personal office and assistant, and never has to go in the locker room because right. those guys are below him. Type attitude. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, maybe he will after he throws a pick. He's in not the Super that Bowl spicy. And lose, uh, but no, he doesn't have a. Does he have a subway ad? No, that's Herbert and Mahomes. Right. So as yeah. long as he doesn't have a subway ad, uh, he's fine. But yeah, it's. I just think two is in a good spot, and I really, obviously, is in a good spot. But I mean, I mean, I really just enjoy that Tua came back and came back with, you know, some vengeance here. He's on a contract year, um, and he's everybody m- making jokes saying he's not going to make it through the season again. Yeah, that's well, we the don't one know. thing. It's that, only that's the three. one thing I'm really hoping for is that Nothing he happens, doesn't get right. an injury. That would just be really sad because really, he started off really good last year, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, so but he I'm never put up seventy. Let's get that. Very he true. Never put very up 70. true. Well, I'm hoping he can stay healthy and kind of continue this MVP like pace. Right. Right now, he's clearly the front runner for MVP. Right. If, we're, if the season Mostert, ended now, might be one. That's true. Or Tyreek Hill. Or Daryl Just might be the whole Daryl Worley does play snaps for the Ravens. If that tells you anything about Darryl Worley's on the Ravens. Darryl I thought Worley? he didn't make the roster. I thought he got cut. He did, but then we brought him back up. So he was on the practice squad. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think his PFF grade is? I, I think I think it's surprisingly high. Okay. Fifty-three. 66.7. That's not bad. It's pretty That's good. Two-thirds. According to PFF, he has three targets, and he allowed two catches. You so. know, speaking of targets and catches, Joey Porter Jr. is apparently lighting it up. He's been really good, right? Yeah, he's uh, he out of all rookies, he has – out of all rookie corners with a minimum of 50 snaps – he has the worst, or the I guess not the worst, the best. I get I don't know how to say this. The worst QB passer rating, meaning the lowest. I get yeah, lowest is the word. The lowest QB passer rating when targeted, and right. he's only allowed one catch for twelve yards in right. three weeks. So that's good. Yeah, you never um, know. He's made plays on the ball a lot, a lot. Like just something we haven't seen. A lot with the Steelers. Um, Levi Wallace needs to go, but we can get to that. Yeah, with this. I mean the secondary, the I mean not the 
Devonta Adams did cook, as expected. I don't know who you you're expecting. But at the to... same time, if you looked at the game, it was literally either Devonte Adams or bust. It was, it was like, clearly. It was like, Jacoby Myers didn't have a great did you, game. Like, did you see like the last play of the game? It was like he just chucked it up to Adams in double coverage and it got picked. Yeah, I feel like that, though. Um, they just really don't have an offense, right? They don't have a game plan. Josh Jacobs is. Josh Jacobs has not been good. It, but it's their own line too. It's just they just haven't. It's the same thing with the Steelers. Like you can say Najee Harris is bad, or you can say the O line is just so atrocious that like Najee's getting hit three yards in the backfield, and it's just, it just sucks. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I just don't. I just I don't. Josh McDaniels just needs to go because there's no way you can have Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Michael Mayer, um, sorry Tay, and and then a solid quarterback like Garoppolo, and not even be like remotely competitive on offense. I don't know when we're gonna get rid of like with the Josh McDaniels head coach experiment. That just For everybody that just has not ever worked that just has never worked so i don't understand like i that we, we the nfl world needs to give that up he's been awful everywhere he's gone and he needs to be fired uh, i don't even know what to do the raiders are a weird team i uh, i don't because, know because their defense is bad it's just bad. atrocious awful. um i mean when you have your starting corners as jacorian bennett and like Nate Hobbs, I Nate think. Hobbs actually played. Nate Hobbs well. is actually a good player, but it's just tough. You got nobody around you. Um, I think they have Marcus Epps, right? They have, Mar- they have Marcus Epps and Morig. I couldn't tell you they're they're. Yeah, they do. Is it Trevor? Trevon Morig. Trevon. And then Trevon. Obviously, Max Crosby's a dog. Uh, right. No doubt about that. But top ten pick Terry Wilson. Come on, we all know he wasn't going to play well. I don't even know his PFF grade, so if you want to pull that up. It's, it's the only thing we care about in this podcast. You want to guess? Uh, is it is it going to be better or worse than I think? Or about right what you'd expect. 40? 36.2. That's not bad. That wasn't a bad guess. It was a good guess. That's bad. Like, Can you send that to Earl real quick? Text him <laughs> right now and be like, no, we'll do that after. Earl would not be happy if I... Let's get into the picks, Dave. All right. You want to do a pick recap? All right. So, last week, coming in last, this was a pretty good week, I'd say, before I say the records. Um, We were all around 500 or a little bit above. I thought Um, Ben finished just below. He was, but he was around there. Oh, around. Sorry. Um, But coming last was Ben. He went 7-9. He did not get his upset correct. I'm not really sure what. (laughs) <laughs> what his lock was, uh, we might I might have missed that. But then Nate was went nine and seven, and he actually he got his lock this week for the first time ever. And then really? his upset, I did. I thought I picked the Cowboys, Seahawks. I did. Yep. So it says I, I mean, Seahawks versus Panthers. I'll take that bailout because I think I took, I think I took Dallas, but maybe I took them against the Giants or no because the, no they didn't. No, I didn't. I don't know. Whatever. I'll take the bailout. I don't know. That's what I have. And then I went twelve and four. Uh, I got my lock, but I did not get my upset. And we had a good week on sweeps. We are up to ten and nine on sweeps, which is around a fifty-two, fifty-three <laughs> percent. Uh, 
about a 52% um, correctness rate. And then also, uh, so now going into uh, the, <laughs> the records, Ben is 21 and 27 for a 44% correct rate. Nate is now up to uh, 25 and 23. So now he's above 50%, which is, I think, kind of the threshold we're all shooting for here. Uh, he's 52%, but he is also 0 and 3 on upsets, which is kind of embarrassing. Uh, and then he's 1 and 2 on locks. Then I am 27 and 21, which is probably the best I feel like I've ever done on picks, which is around a 56% correct rate. And then uh, I'm 2-1 and one in locks and upsets. And like I said, we're back up. We're over 50% on sweeps. Uh, we like to joke around here that <laughs> we uh, people fade us whenever we sweep. But now you can't even say that because if you're going to bet on our sweep, or not bet, but if you're gonna, if we sweep, there's a above fifty percent chance that we're right. So, you know, can't hate on us now. Uh, yeah. So now we're gonna get into the picks. All right, and here we go. Uh, first game, we got Lions and Packers. Yeah. What's the spread there, Dave? Plus one and a half, Packers. Mm. So who won last week? You won, so you go first. Oh, I did win. Well, last hold week. on. Actually, honorary since Ben's not here. He still oh, sent me his off picks. Ben, right? Um, ben went Detroit this week. Hmm. Um, I think this is going to be a consensus. That is actually what I was going with. I was yeah, going to go too. with the Lions as well. All uh, right, so we're going to start on a sweep. Right. Packers didn't look good last week. Uh, two really just average teams going at it last week. Um, I think they did win, right? Yes. They, they won, won 18-17, and they were down 17 nothing. Yeah. And I think what I'm expecting is, I know they've been without a few weapons, but... Mm, Christian this, Watson is back this week. Are we sure about that? Is that yeah, confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed, and Aaron Jones is back. They're both confirmed to be back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, does that change? Maybe that's It's not going to change it for me. Maybe that's why the spread is like It's that not going to change it for me. I'm still going to go Lions. But I was going to mm-hmm. say that if those two guys aren't playing, then you know maybe their offense uh, won't click as much. But we'll see. I'm excited to see Christian Watson back on the field. Yeah, see if he can make a jump, another big jump, because he had a very streaky year last year. Uh, yeah. And he finished the year with, like, what? Like, at second half of the year, he had, like, 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Something. And that's a fun it's a fun receiver room, Jaden Reed, Christian yeah. Watson, and Romeo I'm happy Jaden Reed is good. I'm happy. Yeah, that's I like that a lot. Um, right. So, yeah, we're all going to go to Detroit here. Yeah. There's just not enough to convince me that, I mean, obviously Jordan Love – is apparently the real deal. Seems like it. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, I think both both defenses. No, not right. Lions defense is still sketchy. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the Packers defense. Yeah, they uh, have good players. Both teams have good players on the defensive side of the ball. Next game we have uh, Falcons at Jaguars. Minus three and a half. So, almost an even spread. Right. Uh, if you're considering the home advantage. Um, this is another tricky game, in my opinion, just because the Falcons didn't look good last week. Right, but neither did the Jags. Right. They got the, blown out. And the Jags look just bad this year. By the they Texans. Don't yeah. look good. Two teams I just 
I'm, I'm not sure about either. Um, and I really think if the Falcons lose their identity in the run game, they can't win. They're done. Yeah, I think I agree with that. If the, yeah, if the Falcons can't establish the run and that's not working, they're just not going to be able to pass. And the Jags have been really confusing. It seems like everybody thought coming into the year they knew what the Jags would be. Yeah. They'd be the consensus best team in the AFC South. They'd probably finish with a good record. Uh, Calvin Ridley was a super big addition. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really just not sure. But I'm I'm going to take the Jags. I'm betting on a bounce back. Yep. And hopefully uh, their offense can actually look explosive. I know Zay Jones is going to be back. Yeah. So maybe that provides their offense with a spark. Ben also went Jacksonville. Um, I know you're a big fan of the Falcons, but I think it's just the way they're underutilizing Bijan. I think they're being too conservative with Bijan uh, right now. But if they can, you know, get him involved more in the game plan, I do like the Jaguars' defense, which is making me concerned about the Falcons' offense because it's just so one-dimensional um, that you can just stack the box and have no problems. Essentially, I don't. I don't. Does Ritter put the fear of God into anybody with a deep ball, or any no. of their receivers? Really? I mean, you know, it's. I mean, the Drake Falcons, London. The Falcons' offense makes me so mad. I don't know how you invest two top ten picks right and, in and, skill and positions Kyle and then Pitts, not use them, and you don't target Kyle Pitts at all. Drake London was the highest drafted receiver in uh, a couple years ago they don't use him at all i it just boggles my mind yeah. now they have three top 10 picks on offense and their offense still doesn't look that good yeah and i mean chris lindstrom was a first round pick as well right i know so, um, a lot of first round picks on that uh offense and a fairly high pick in ritter too yeah so it was a third, third you might third? have been a third uh, i thought you second no, that's, not, that's not a bad spot for ritter uh but makes sense. I, I don't um, I don't know who to go here. Yeah, uh, it's this tough. is really tough. But you know, I'm gonna. I think the Jaguars bounce back. We're gonna start with two back-to-back sweeps. I think we did that last week, so we'll see how that goes. Next, uh, Baltimore at since uh, Baltimore at Cleveland, um, and Ben went Baltimore here. We'll be watching minus this two and game. a half at, for the crab feast, the baby. Crab feast. That's Oh my gosh, I'm excited! Boy, does that get me fired up! I'm not up. excited. I Why? know if the Ravens are losing, oh yeah, you're it is gonna, not going you to be crab good. on your hands, and you're just, I want to go home. It is not. going to We don't be even good. need crabs till the second half. So oh, Nate or, Cross is going to be making fun of me if they're losing. Well, I don't know what time the Steelers play. Let me see. The I'm Steelers. assuming yeah, they play at one. So I'm really going to have my phone pulled up. And I'm going to be watching the Steelers game, so it doesn't even matter. Okay. I might. I don't know. Maybe I can ask one of them to put Steelers game on the TV that I'm sitting. No. <laughs> I'll personally say, please don't do that. I anyway. do not like that. Um, this is a real another tough. This game. is tough. My, I really want to go Ravens here. Do and, it, and I feel like that could backfire. But I'm going to go Ravens. Yeah, I think they bounce back and they win. Lamar Jackson has a good game, like he did against the Bengals. No more fumbles, and uh, I just the Browns off. The Browns' defense, we know what that's going to be like. They're going to be really solid, really, really good. Probably They're, top top two defense. Top, top three, top five. Top five Some for sure. Some people probably top, put a top one. Right. 
Earl would put him top one. <laughs> but I don't really believe in Deshaun Watson, and I don't believe in that offense. You believe in the Ravens' offense? I'm going to. You have to. I have to. Uh, give me the Browns just to avoid a sweep. I was on the fence with the fact that you two went Baltimore. I'm just going to avoid a sweep. Uh, this is dead even for me. I think the Ravens yeah. have struggled offensively, but obviously their defense is always going to be solid. Um, a few times they, it was in a bend or break situation with turnovers, and they broke, giving up a receiving touchdown to Zach Moss. Um, Shout out Patrick but, Queen. But also the offense just isn't doing them any favors, putting yeah. them in bad like spots. That so Colts you can, game, you can turn the ball over. You can turn the ball over anywhere on the field, but you can't do it at your own twenty-five. Yeah, like the whole after the first couple of drives in the first half, the Colts were basically starting at the fifty or better. Like their field position was too good. It doesn't matter that the Colts offense, you know, isn't was really abysmal. That, yeah, was it's abysmal really with, with just Minshew, not good. Minshew. And yeah, all it takes is one kind of fluky, yeah, um, like wheel route to Zach Moss right. for a touchdown. Also, and now four fifty-plus field goals. That's why Matt Gay got that big that contract bag, the be- the biggest, for the Rams. And, and I mean, and now he's not even a Ram. But it was like that last one would have been good from like sixty, probably. Yeah, I mean, it was right down the middle. He so. outplayed Justin Tucker. I mean, Justin didn't Justin Tucker miss a? He missed. He missed a sixty-one yarder. Oh, I thought. Wait, wasn't that wasn't that to take the lead? Yeah. In overtime or in the fourth quarter? I can't remember. To prevent overtime. To prevent overtime. Okay. And win. You, I mean, that's tough. Nobody's, it was really tough. I'm not. Nobody's blaming right. him. I wouldn't blame him at all. I was just saying. What was the situation? Was it like fourth and long? Or yeah. was it just not a lot, not enough time? Not enough time, and I think it was fourth down. All right. I can get behind that, especially with Tucker, best kicker, probably best kicker of all time. Best kicker of all time for sure. Why you never know? You never know about what's his name, Adam Vinatieri. What? Adam Vinatieri is not better than Justin Tucker. Just saying his accolades. Anyway, we move on to Bengals at Titans plus two and a half. Ben had Ben had Cincinnati in this game. I'm um, going to disagree with Ben. Really? I'm going Titans. I just wait, have... wait, wait. Close your eyes and think about it one more time. I'm going Titans. So, what you saw from the Titans last week made you think they're a competent team and they can beat the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals are... Bengals aren't good. That's what I'm saying. Titans defense is going to hold strong and they're going to lock like those Bengals... They're going to lock the Bengals up and the Titans are going to squeak by scoring nine whole points and win really? this football game. Yep. What, nine to, nine to six? Yeah. Nine I'm going to go Bengals here. It seems like they got it together last week in the second half, uh, getting Jamar Chase involved. T. Finally. Higgins obviously needs some work I'm right so now. confused. I don't get it. Uh, there's no way he can have this Deontay Johnson progression right now at his frame. Um, but I, I do like the way their offense is trending right now I feel like it's definitely trending upwards yeah right obviously better and looked like a few times Jamar Chase was back where he was and Joe Mixon I think had a touchdown um so you know there's obviously some building blocks there and their defense is just uh obviously I think it's playing better than people would have thought losing Jesse Bates and Von Bell Von Bell I mean, those are two starters. Let's not get it twisted here. Uh, but right. 
But, I mean, Jesse Bates arguably was top three safety in football. So, Agreed, yeah. So, you know, people are wondering about their defense, and I think their defense obviously has been the highlight of their team so far this year. Um, but give me Cincinnati because the Titans let me down last week with my upset, and I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're a good football team. Um, but next we have Broncos at Chicago Bears plus three and a half. Um, nobody wants to watch this game. Uh, Let's yeah. get this off the bat. And Ben went with Denver, and I know Dave's going to pick Denver. He doesn't have to tell me. You know he's writing it in right now. Yeah, it's Broncos. The Bears are abysmal. Don't he hates the Bears. And who was right? You. Uh, you're right. Uh, but I'm going Bears. Oh my god! I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I think it's one of those weird Saints Packers win by one on the last second, like fifteen fourteen game. You don't believe in Russ? I just think I I got a vision right now of the Bears losing, but like not terribly. Um, I think the Broncos' morale couldn't be any lower. And the Bears' morale couldn't be any lower right now. Well, Bears' morale is lower than the Broncos. Obviously, their defensive coordinator is gone. They just lost by 31 points in a game where at least the Broncos had something to build on, even though they gave up 70 points. Yeah, I don't know. Mims looks pretty good. Um, He doesn't play. Their defense is awful, but you can see a few flashes of them playing well. Um, it's argu- it's very it's not arguable, but I've been on the Broncos too much in the first three weeks of the season, and it's just not going good. So let's go Bears. Uh, but now we have the Rams at the Colts, minus one and a half. Um, ben went the Rams here. I agree. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Give me the Colts. Um, I don't want to be the guy who just disagrees, but but um, I don't think the Rams looked very good at all, and I thought their offense kind of got brought down, brought back to earth last week against Agreed. the Bengals, um, and Stafford showed his age a little bit, even though a lot of the time, a few times, Stafford showed that he still has a deep ball. Um the Colts officially are getting Richardson back this week. Um, right. And I just think when Richardson's on the field, it's just a different it's just a different ball game for the Colts. Like, I think their morale's high after that upset stunner against the Ravens. And, um, you know, they're even more excited that Richardson's coming back, who in the first half against the Texans had four touchdowns, you know. Yeah, um, twenty eight points, and it's like, well, if our defense is good, and now we can get Richardson back, it's like the Colts sneakily could be the favorite in the South right now. It's possible. It's actually it's really weird. You could almost say the Texans are sneaky and sneaky South, too. But it's is, just such a bad division too. It's, that's really just showing how bad that division is. But I do like how we're like I said earlier in the year where they're they're trending. The Dolphins, I mean the not Dolphins, the Texans. Looks like somehow, some way, Tank Dell and Nico Collins look like two pretty good receivers. Yeah. Um, Stroud looks good, great. Some would say through the first top five in passing. Right. Um, 
And, you know, Richardson looks like the best athlete on the field when he's on the field. It's already concerning to see the first few weeks he's already dealt with he's a concussion. Been up. Um, but I do like the Colts defense, and both have new head coaches. Light a different fire under their gut with two leaders, you know. Uh, D'Amico, is it D'Amico or DeMarco? D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans. I'll, I'll, I, that guy is one of my favorite head coaches in the league. Um, so, yeah. And I just don't think the Rams are going to get back to the Puka Nuka 200-yard games. Like, it's just not consistent. So Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, all right. I guess on to the next game. Yeah. Dolphins at Bills. Minus two and a half. This is probably the game of the week if we're looking at Agreed. it. Um, ben went Miami here. I think that's a pretty – I think for – I think it's the trendy pick. Yeah. Uh, even though the Bills offense does look – obviously not on the same tier as the Dolphins, but they do look – I mean, are we, are, are, can we even argue top five in the league right now? Yeah, uh, I would say so. I'm actually going to pick the Bills here. Really? I think they're they're not going to. It's going to be a high scoring game, but I think they they neutralize the Dolphins' offense slightly, and they don't put up. Will it be a shootout? Forty. I think it'll be a, a generally high scoring game, but maybe not the like forty five to forty two type of game that they're expecting. I think the Bills have just. I think they have a good defense. I think they have a good offense. But they're one-dimensional. Offensively. I mean... Are we really trusting James Cook, yes, to, be a work, trusting James Cook. to be a workhorse when they have a lead? I think he can be. He's shown... Um, I, I think they step on their own toes here. Give me the Dolphins. Um, with the Bills... Or really, with the Dolphins, my main concern is... If this Dolphins offense isn't putting up points at this ridiculous pace, their defense. I just don't like their defense at all. I just don't think there's a good defense. Are um, they getting Holland back? I thought he went down. Maybe I'm thinking of Brisker. Brisker oh. went down, not Holland. Did he? Hold on. Yeah. You, but yeah. I, I like the Dol- uh I like the Bills. Here. I can I mean, no pick is a bad pick here because it's just so unknown if the Dolphins can keep keep up this offense, but is Waddle coming back? Yes, Waddle's going to come back. Um, wow. Javon Holland is, according to Jason McCourty's top five NFL DBs, J- Javon Holland is four. Is he not hurt? Uh, it seems that I can't find anything about him All being right. hurt. So I think it was Jaquan Brisker then. Um, they he kinda... forced two fumbles last week. No, that was against the – I thought it was against the pa- – oh, never mind. Yeah, but Jalen Waddle's Jones on the back. cover, so I thought it was against the Patriots. Top but... ten wide receiver Jalen Waddle will be back. Um so yeah, there's that. There's that aspect to it. And also it's like I just don't trust the Bills with a lead. Um and I just I don't know. It's just a tale of two unstoppable offenses and the Bills probably have a better defense, but you know, give me Mike McDaniel, let's ride. Uh next we have the Vikings at the Panthers plus three and a half. This is uh and the other game that no one wants to watch just because it's two teams who haven't squandered a win yet. Yeah, an elite game of some 0-3 teams. Um, 
I am going to go Vikings here. I think the I, I the Panthers with Andy Dalton, it looks like is probably going to be the starter this week again. I just don't see the upside with this offense. And I think the Vikings finally get back on track against a weak Panthers team, and they're able to cruise to victory easily here. I would like to apologize for saying squander to win because the Vikings have squandered a win. I used the wrong word. Um, the other teams just haven't uh, collected a win, uh, but the Vikings have definitely squandered some wins away. Uh, Agreed. Uh, I'm going Vikings too. I think Ben also went Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, he went Vikings. Um, there's nothing really to talk about here. Is Bryce Young going to play? I, it seems like Bryce Young was out one to two weeks. So I'm expecting Andy Dalton to be the starter again. And the, Who didn't he, look bad, if we're being quite honest. He didn't look bad, but I just don't know how you can win a football game with Andy Dalton dropping back like 55 times. He didn't play good. Yeah. Um, but no, I just think this is the game where the Vikings get back on track. I think they've had a tough go of things early on. I think the, the Bucks are kind of playing out of their mind. The first three weeks, and then they kind of the first two weeks, and they kind of got brought back down. What to was Earth. Ben's pick for the Vikings Panthers? It was the Vikings. Okay, so I think we're sweeping on that. Yes, and I think the Vikings. Yeah, this opened up with two of the three games have just been really tough. I think the Chargers are loaded, and I don't like the Chargers as a team. But you know, I, I think if you're looking at Vikings Eagles, majority of people are picking Eagles, and if you're looking at if you're looking at Vikings Chargers, it's pretty much split fifty fifty to who's gonna win that game. So I think if you're looking at your schedule and saying, you know, obviously you gotta get that game against Tampa, but if you told a Vikings fan, yeah, we're gonna start one and two and we drop a game to the Eagles and the Chargers, I don't think anybody's gonna say that's completely unreasonable. Yeah, this wouldn't be super surprising. Oh and three is definitely a shock. Uh obviously. But I think also nobody in the preseason is gonna think the Bucks were as competent as they were, especially at quarterback. Um, Besides me. Yeah. Dave's always been on that Baker Mayfield love, heart and soul. Just <laughs> got me thinking about that video of him in Oklahoma, you know, getting tackled. Oh, that is such an amazing That's video. A top 10 video of all time. Oh, I love that video. He gets tackled. He, he's like walk- tackled harder than he would. He's in, walking in, in that NFL straight game. line. And he just starts running. And then he, he takes off. He takes off, and then he gets tackled. It was so funny. Oh, such a, that is an elite video. I've watched that several times. My dad and I usually watch that. I watch him slow-mo. It's so good. Because uh, that guy should be playing inside linebacker for Oklahoma. Yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful form tackle. Beautiful. Um, next, we have the Steelers at Texans. Ben went, I think he went Pittsburgh here. Obviously, I'm going Pittsburgh. So, yeah. Ben went Pittsburgh. Steelers. Uh, uh, mind if I didn't say it is three and a half, plus three and a half to the Texans. I'm going Texans. Hater. It's tough. Hater. Because I think this is actually going to be a close game. Hater. Okay, I think it's going to be a close game, but they're giving uh, the Texans are plus. So basically, I, Steelers are favored by six, which is ridiculous to me. I don't understand that, and I think the Texans they're coming off a huge win against what was supposed to be the best team in their division, and now they're going to play. A Steelers team that hasn't shown a lot on offense. Um, I know Nate Dominant has defense. more. defense. 
Sure. Not yardage wise, but I'm just the turnover in the sack department has right. been agreed, agreed. As it always will be for the Steelers and usually the Ravens too. Ravens yeah, usually but I'm going Texans here right. to cover. Um avoid a sweep. I get it, you know. Try to stir up some content. It's fine. Um No, but I right, I, mean, I, I, I can it. understand the Texans obviously have completely surpassed expectations off out of the gate. Um and I think if you're looking at straight runners, you can say that, yeah, they probably are going to connect on at least two deep balls right. uh, mean, in the game to break a few plays. But I, I just like to see that even though our offense is still completely incompetent, it's growing every week, and our yardage is going up every week, and um, Kenny looks better every week. So, you know, I just like that, you know, at least we're moving forward. And last week, our defense had an outstanding game. The week, I mean, the game, the score was closer than the game felt. The game felt like the entire game was just, besides that first uh, fourth down to Tay and that just first drive with that touchdown for Vegas, it was pretty much pretty lopsided. There was a few questionable calls, like that Minka roughing the passer where he hit his shoulder and then both their helmets turn and they just they grazed. Uh, obviously, Peters wasn't did miss that pick six? Huh? That pick six. Marcus Peters did drop a pick six. Ravens legend on a miscue between Kenny and I think it was Connor Hayward. Yeah, that was on weird. The it definitely seemed like a... it was. It looked like Kenny was thought uh, Connor was going to break within five yards, and nah. Connor just ran. Maybe it could have been an option route. I'm not sure. Uh, we don't know the specifics, um, but yeah. A few breaks here and there for each team, but it seemed like the Steelers was just overwhelming uh, the Raiders' offensive line and a line that had allowed zero sacks through the first two weeks and then gave up, like, five against the Steelers. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I think our defense is a kind of bend-don't-break style. Mm. Where we just Sometimes we get gashed. Um, we play soft coverage, but when, we get, when they get past the 50, it gets really tough. Um, right. like when you can't really spread it out as much. Um, and somehow, some way, we find a way to push the offense back to have an either unreasonably long field goal or a questionable, questionably long field goal. So um, if you're just looking straight at the numbers, you're not going to see much from the Steelers' defense. But when you're in the game, it's a, it's a different feeling. It's just constant pressure. Yeah, so, it should be a tough test for uh, C.J. Stroud, Stroud again. Obviously. Obviously facing the best best pass rush he's faced in his career so far. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect Odafe. Like, I was going to say you're coming at Jason Oway a little so, strong here. Um, but well, wait, no, if, if he's playing good, is it Odafe? Is it Odafe, or is it when he's playing good, he's Jason? He's just Odafe now. I know, but how are we? How are we? Measuring I mean, it? when he's putting up zero sacks, that's Jason Oway numbers because that's right. what he put up at Penn State when he went. So by now, Jason. He's, so is he Jason right now or Odafe? I think I don't know if he has a sack. I think he's playing like Jason right now. Jason, um, it's unfortunate. He's an interesting player, Odafe Oway is. But we'll move on to the next game here. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers at New Orleans, minus three and a half. I know Dave's going Buccaneers here. Yeah, this is actually going to be. This is kind of a... Ben uh, went to New Orleans, by the this way. This is a so-so upset, but it's minus three and a half, and we've been getting away with some, some shaky upsets here. So yeah. I'm going to use the Bucks again for the second week in a row as my upset. Ben did not send me his upset in lock. That's so. fine. You can get that later. Um, but I like 
I just haven't been impressed with the Saints. It seems like Derek Carr might not play, and it could be Jameis at QB, which scares me a little bit. I see Jameis, I guess, playing against his former team. And the Bucks wasn't great. It wasn't great on Monday night, but the Saints are a much worse team, and I expect them to come out and play uh, and play like they have the, the first two games of the season and get this win here. Um, I agree. Give me the Bucks. The Saints didn't look good last week. I mean, they were up 17 nothing, but, like, what is that saying? And uh, then you lost. Right, and then they just completely blew it. Derek Carr, I think, is so-so to play. Yeah. I don't know if you already mentioned that. I kind of zoned out, but... Yeah, I said Jameis might play. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, is that a really... Is that a drop-off? I don't think so, actually. Is that a... No. Uh, Jameis but, is that guy. Yeah, I do like Tampa, um, surprisingly. So give me Tampa. Um, I haven't used my upset or my lock, and I don't really see... Okay, I can see a game where We've I We've got a it. bunch of larger spreads incoming. Okay. So next we have Commanders at Eagles, minus eight and a half. Ben went Washington. Um, wow. Give me the Eagles. Washington has disappointed me last week. I put so much faith in them to cover that six and a half spread, and they just got gashed and lost by 32, 35? 34. Did the, did the Bills put up? Or was it 30s? Did the Bills put up 38 or 37? I forget it. It was either 38 or 37. Either way, it was what we would like to call... A butt whooping. Yeah. Um, they got hornswoggled, I guess. Yeah. Say. The Commanders are a weird team for me. Yeah. I feel like I have this envision in my head of what the Commanders, like, especially their defense on what it, like, should be. But it's like, just that not. Pass, and it's just really not. Like, when I think of Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Dominance. Sweat. That's what you think of. You think Dominance. I literally think they're just, they should be Probably should be the best D-line in football. Yeah. Like, and it's just not, that's just not the case. Yeah. And this is a good Eagles O-line. And I'm going to take the Eagles even with this pretty large spread here. Yeah, the Eagles are showing what they can do, obviously. Kind of getting back into a groove. Right. And Swift looks like an amazing pickup for them on draft night. Uh, Howie. Some, 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 something happened with Howie. I think, I think he's a good GM now. He's back. <laughs> Howie's back. Um, and Commanders, I can... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they covered. I really wouldn't be surprised But there's no either. way they win this game. Unless we see, like, a Sam Howe, like, I don't know. Something we haven't seen out of Sam Howe yet. It's tough because it's the same thing happened last year. Didn't The Commanders uh, the, was the first team they beat. The first team that the Eagles lost to. Right? That was last I year? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't... It's an in-division game. An upset is... Now you got me. Now you got in my head that an upset could be possible, but no, I'm saving that for the next game. All right, I'm going Eagles. Next, we have Raiders at Chargers. Give me the Raiders here in an upset. Um, I don't like the Chargers. I don't. I, any chance I have to not pick the Chargers, I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, that's funny because I'm the exact opposite. I'm, Is this I'm your little, lock? No, no, God, no, I can't do that. Uh, this Ben went Chargers, by the way. Yeah, uh, the Chargers. I'm a little bit less high now because on them because I love Mike Williams, but now he's gone, and we're gonna need for this Chargers offense that's underperformed so far to get where they need uh, for this Chargers offense to kind of get where they need to be. They need to see something out of Quentin Johnson. 
Keenan Allen's obviously amazing. Um, hopefully they can get Austin Eckler back. And Josh you know Palmer. I take it back. Don't use, don't use my upset. Okay. I'm going Chargers. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, and I found another game I liked. Okay. Um, Eckler's hopefully going to be back this week. And we just need to see something out of Quentin Johnson. He needs to play. Josh Palmer's a decent receiver. I think we know what we're going to get out of him. Yeah. And I'm going to go Chargers. This Raiders defense is so bad, and their offense just cannot make up for it and so they, far. And, yeah, it's just – yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Tough being a Raiders fan. But, yeah, both teams who – I guess their fans are pretty disappointed. I know that the Chargers fans are probably hyped from last week, but at the same time you've got to have the feeling of – they just handed us the game just on a silver platter right? with how they performed it. Even towards literally the last play of the game, uh, last drive of the game for the, the Vikings, right off Hawkinson's hands. Yeah. Into the hands of uh, – I, I wasn't sure. I'm not, oh, Kenneth Murray, right? Right. Kenneth Murray sure. got the pick there. I know that for a fact. Okay. Um, it was Kenneth Murray. But, yeah, it's just – it's. I know how it feels like as a Steelers fan to take every win with a grain of salt. Because something had to have gone wrong. The game it was closer than you would have liked. Uh, an injury, something, something wrong. But yeah. yeah, it's just tough. I think for the Chargers and the Raiders, I just feel bad for the Raiders now. They're just not good. Yeah, it's not a good football team. Next we have Cardinals at Forty ers Ben went. Um, ben went. I can't find it now. Uh, you make your pick while I find it. This is tough. Um, I don't see a way in which the Cardinals win this game and beat the 49ers, but the spread of 14.5 is almost like ridiculous and so large to where I'm kind of leaning to the Cardinals, who have actually played like a good, probably a pretty solid team. They've really played not that bad, and a lot of people expecting them to be one of the worst teams in the league. With that being said, I guess I just, I'm not feeling the fire in my gut. I'm fading Jonathan Gannon, which is a mistake. I'm going to go 49ers. I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL, and they've kind of just been dominating. I'm going 49ers here. Um, that could backfire, though. That could backfire. I cannot find so – how am I counting 16 games, but I can't find either the Cardinals or or San Francisco? This is really – that's odd. Here, you you look at it. You look at our text because this is odd. Um, this is going to be my lock of the week. I I always forget. So if I pick the if I pick if I pick the uh, the Forty Nineers, they just have to win, right? If I pick them as my lock, or do they have to cover? They have to win. Do you just have to win? Yes. Get the lock. Okay. Um. So yeah. Wait. So can I pick? The Cardinals spread and still pick, but still pick the 49ers to win as my lock. I guess. I mean, that's slightly confusing, but I mean, I yeah, do you it. don't. Yeah, you, I'll just go 49ers here as my lock. Um, if I was picking just based on the spread, I think the Cardinals are too good of a team. Too, uh, I guess, just fired up. I guess to lose by two touchdowns, but. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick them as my lock, and the Cardinals. 
I I do like what Jonathan Gannon is building there. He has 13 games here. He does? One, two, three. Are four, you counting five, the one six. I texted? The Baltimore Chargers one? Yeah. Those were his picks? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. He has fifteen or, games. I don't know. Maybe I counted wrong. Maybe there's a he whatever. Missed. So I guess he just didn't pick this game classic. I don't know how he can go through all the picks and just forget them. Um, so wow. I guess we won't know, but I'm, let's just, I guess in this case, we can go 49ers and just sweep it. I'm assuming he's going to go the 49ers. Wow. Lack of fire in the guts today. But I think that makes sense. So are you, you're sweeping? Are you, is this yeah, your yeah. lock then? This is your lock. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah. Noted. Noted. Next game, we have the Patriots at the Cowboys, minus six and a half. This is. Well, first and foremost, um, okay. Well, okay. Ben went Dallas. Yes. I'm going that. upset of the week. This is my upset. Let's go Patriots. I'm riding out with the Patriots. Dallas is coming off a bad loss. Patriots are coming off a bad win. Cowboys have a good defense. Patriots don't have a good offense. Everything is screaming at me to pick the Cowboys in a, in a, a bounce-back week, but... There's a little voice telling me, go Patriots. So let's pick the Patriots here. I'm going Cowboys. Mm. Bounce back win. I mm. just haven't, at least with the Cowboys, you've seen, seen them play at this elite level. And with the, the Patriots. Giants, what is that saying? That's fair. What is it saying against that, the Giants? It's completely fair. But the Patriots, the Patriots defense is going to really need to come through for, I think, the Patriots to win or cover in this game. They hold the Dolphins to like twenty points. They did hold points. the Dolphins to twenty points in Foxborough, which is very good. Don't and don't let the don't let Miami play at home because they're just going to average I, like fifty. That's what points. I've learned. I think the Dolphins at home is going to be ridiculous. Um, that that humidity, they're just used yeah, to it. I'm going to go Cowboys. I really am just I can't believe and get or get behind this Patriots offense. And I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I mean, but, but it's not like we haven't seen flashes with the Patriots offense. Agreed. Uh, it's just it's not. It's just inconsistent. I understand. Uh, but something told me go Patriots. So I think that's fair. Um, next, we have the Chiefs and, at the Jets. You already used your upset, right? Yeah. You used it on the Saints Bucks. game? The Bucks, Bucks Saints. Yeah. You used your lock? This is my lock here. I mean, okay. The Chiefs. Uh, yeah. This is a fair lock. Uh, Chiefs at... Jets plus nine and a half. I don't think there's much to say here. We already went over the Zach Wilson situation. Yeah. Ben went KC. I go KC too. It's I think sweep. we've you guys have learned your lesson from the Chiefs' absolute shellacking of the. Well, I just didn't see anything that made me comfortable with the Chiefs' offense. Do you still I mean, the, feel comfortable with the receiving core? The past, like I don't know, like three years, has probably given me confidence in the Chiefs' offense. So, I don't really care. I think Sky Moore's going to figure it out. Rasheed Rice has looked pretty good. Yeah, um, Obviously, Kelsey's back. Kelsey's Pache- back, Pacheco which is the big thing. Still looks, still looks really good. Obviously, Clyde is probably one of the best running backs in the NFL. Um, and they have a you great receiving that? back. You want to say that with a straight face? You, you're just going to blow by the Clyde Edwards-Alaire take right now? What are we doing? Who's the first running back drafted in Clyde's draft class? Dude. It was Clyde. It was? Yep. Wait, when was he picked? Like 31st? 32nd. Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah, so obviously elite prospects. Wait, wait, wait. Who else was picked in that draft? Jonathan Taylor. 
I think, I think that's the J.K. Dobbins draft. So Chase Claypool draft, baby. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, but I, I like the Chiefs' offense. The Jets' defense is really good, but the Jets are just not going to score points. No, and you just you know I've learned this from the Steelers with their uh, defense. You could keep them, you keep the defense on the field for over half the game like 40 minutes of the game and they're just going to be depleted no matter how good they are um, that's one of the big issues and that's like some of these inflated stats like no offense but like when the Ravens were at their peak offensively they also had a top 5 defense because they were just holding the ball they were just holding onto the ball for like like two at least two thirds of the game when they when they would long time uh yeah when they would so so uh um there's just a little bit of inflation i think with with uh some defenses but that wasn't my point my point is the jets defense is just eventually going to get tired with the uh with the lack of offense they have um so yeah that gives me the chiefs agreed all right last game here seahawks at new york giants uh, minus one and a half. This is another easy game. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Giants and look awful. Ben went Seattle too. So I think we had like seven sweeps this week. Happens. Um, so that's going to be it for the podcast today. A little longer episode. Oh, yeah. I think Ben might have to be here to keep us in check. From talking. I think that's what we've learned is that we might go a little bit over when uh, with if Ben's not here. Because this, this was a long one. Yeah. So if you like hearing our takes, then this is probably extra bonus content. But... If you if you are a fan of the forty minutes, then we'll we'll wrap this up quickly. So yeah, sorry. Um, we'll see you next week, uh, everybody. And any last words, Dave? No, no last right. words. Stay classy, Cardinals.